Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, Atlanta, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is sponsored by CDI Managed Services, where we provide outsourced IT consulting and integrated solutions. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh. I'm really looking forward to uh, some great weather today, but more importantly, I'm looking forward to a great show. With us in the studio this morning is Todd Fine, CEO at Wintelic, and Emily Bridges, Marketing Director at Choate Construction. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank Thanks, you. Nicole. Thank you both for taking time out of your business schedules to be with us today. Todd, uh, get us started and tell us about what you do. Well, Wintelect <laughs> is a premier kind of high-end custom software, cloud, and training company. Mm-hmm. And what that means is we build complex software systems from scratch most of the time mm-hmm. for enterprises. Uh, and we help move them to the cloud if they want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then we train them on those same technologies. Mm-hmm. So um, Wintelect is one of the more high-tech su- success stories in the Atlanta area. But you guys have also been around for a while. Tell us a little bit about uh, Wintelec and the, um, the company. Well, it, it was formed um, in 2000. Uh, there were three founders. Mm-hmm. I came into the company in 2005, but the three founders are fairly uh, famous uh, technologists, actually mm-hmm. worldwide. Some they, They've written a lot of the more um, recognized software programming books. Mm-hmm. Uh, they One of them is a Microsoft software legend. They were all keynoters of conferences and instructors. Mm-hmm. They were all independent. They all knew each other. Mm-hmm. And one day in 1999, they were sitting around the table and said, you know, we're all these kind of three famous guys independently, but we're all just doing our own thing. Why don't we create a company around mm-hmm. our brand? Right. And they formed the company in 2000 as mm-hmm. a, initially a training company. Mm-hmm. And when I say training, I mean very hardcore, deep uh, technology training and they were profitable from day one right as that huge recession happened they've been profitable every year and even from that first year they became microsoft's uh, number one uh, outside training vendor worldwide i mean the last couple years we've been in beijing and shanghai and microsoft latvia and they were doing all that training and then in 2005 they brought me on because people were always asking them to actually build software instead mm-hmm. of just train them on it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know how to really do that. Mm-hmm. So in 2005, we added what we call consulting, which is that ap- application development part. Right, and we built huge. a reputation there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the move to the cloud came, so we added that. And we added a subscription online trading service in 2013. So mm-hmm. still very much our core about just building the best software out there and training people to do it mm-hmm. with a, a really huge brand in our, again, little niche of the world. It's a, it's a big name, kind of, but a small company. Mm-hmm. So subject matter experts, uh, authors, over 30 books, that's, that's pretty huge, and hundreds of articles as well. Now, I understand that you guys have won a host of uh, accolades as well. Can you tell us about some of the recognition that Wintelic has received over the years? Well, there's there's been various you know uh, awards. I don't want to you know hype ourselves too much in, in, in that kind of a bragging kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, we've won you know gold partner here or mm-hmm. partner of the year there. 
you know, Inc. 500 type of thing. But the, more, the most recent one actually came last year, which I am fairly proud of, so I am going to brag a little bit because sure. it's, 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 it's hard to get. Uh-huh. Uh, we won the uh, Worldwide Microsoft Channel Partner of the Year for 2018. And that is huge. Given that there's many, many thousands of partners, it was completely unexpected, uh-huh. by the way. Uh, but you know, that's, there's only one of them, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty nice award, and mm-hmm. it kind of shows the, the, the depth of the, the reputation and the, and the right. quality of work we do. Right, and the power of the relationship that you've had with them over the years. Now, with technology uh, changing, um, what are some of the more cutting-edge cutting edge technology trends that you see coming uh, in the high-tech world, and how does Wintelic navigate those changes? Well, you know... W- one of the reasons I'm in the IT world, mm-hmm. there, it's a paradox, right? It's very stressful because <laughs> it's never stable. Uh-huh. But it's also very fun because you're constantly challenged. Very you, innovative. Yeah, I mean, and we have debates all the time of internally with our team of what do we want to pick next as our, as our next bet? I see this, I see this. Some of them work out, some of them don't. But the two of the biggest trends right now are cloud. Everything's moving to the cloud. I mean, you're Everything. talking about you know, a trillion dollar, you know, revenue stream globally. And we converted, not converted, but we added the whole cloud side to our business, Mm -hmm. maybe starting about uh, five years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's the bulk of our consulting business. Mm -hmm. So cloud, the cloud trend continues in a big way. Mm -hmm. And the two other parts I will add is data uh, and AI Mm -hmm. are becoming the, the next big wave for sure. Everything's data. Mm-hmm. First, you get your applications up there and you start, you know, you do everything on your computer now. Then everyone moves everything that they've had, what we call on-premise, to the cloud because it's cheaper and it's faster and there's more services available. That, that trend is continuing in a huge way. Mm-hmm. But now, as we all know from reading almost any article, it's data. Mm-hmm. Data breaches, data hacking, security. security. Mm-hmm. But the point is, what is valuable to a company and this is a generalization, isn't, hey, I have an application up there that I sell. It's the data and information they have. And that is becoming the most key thing. How do you leverage it? How do you manage it? How do you do the analytics on it? And mm-hmm. that goes to AI, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, you're seeing everywhere from your Tesla, you know, that can do autonomous driving mm-hmm. to just all the, all the good and bad things you see about how companies are using your data for good purposes and bad. But data and AI is absolutely the biggest wave. Mm -hmm. And then a little farther out, but I'm gonna mention it because it's really cool, is uh, VR, is virtual reality and augmented reality. So we we play in that space as well. It's not really here, it hasn't really achieved, you know, the the full momentum, because it's it's still early, but Mm -hmm. you're seeing incredible applications, you know, from healthcare to you know, jet engine mechanics for Boeing to how you're designing cars at Ford that are starting to use the, this technology. And it's, it's rapidly advancing. So we're kind of in the stage of what we're doing stuff with it, but it's not really a part of any significant revenue, but we want to be ready when mm-hmm. it takes off because it will take off sometime mm-hmm. next 10 years. So, so those are the two or three things that uh, I don't want to say I'm predicting, but I'm literally seeing in the market that right. we're doing. Shucks, I can remember when uh, the cloud was just, um, you know, a buzzword. And like you said, it's the trend, it's the mainstream. So uh, look out for VR, everyone. (laughs) It's coming. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) From talking with you earlier, I understand that uh, 
creating a great company culture is a very important factor for you at Wintelic. Tell us more about that and how that has impact at the company. Um, this is, I, I'm going to speak of it kind of from a personal sense rather than from being, you know, a CEO and talking about how important culture is to a company, mm -hmm. which is what everybody does, and it's true. Mm -hmm. For me, I have to be working somewhere that I'm proud to work for, and that I feel, number two, is special. And that's the word I use in my head, is mm -hmm. am I working for a special place? And then mm -hmm. three, where you love the people, right? Because I'm very self-centered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if I'm not happy and you know with what I'm doing, it doesn't matter how much you pay me, I'm miserable. So I need to be someplace like that. And that's what we try to bring to the table at Winelec because we're in the, the unemployment rate in my industry is essentially zero. Mm -hmm. You'll see zero, one percent, three percent. It's essentially zero. Anybody at our level at my company can get a job tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep them? You can't just, you know, pay them three times the rate. You have to create a company that attracts the best and keeps the best. But right. I'll tell you a, a fun story because mm -hmm. it's a little bit of the origin story for me of how I came into the company. Um, I met one of the owners. I won't get into that part. But before I agreed to finally take the job, I said to them, well, I want to meet the other two founders. And we're a virtual kind of company. We have a headquarters here in a real building. But one of them was in Knoxville, one of them lived in New Hampshire, and one lived in Seattle. Mm -hmm. So um, I went out to New Hampshire and, and met uh, one of our owners named John. Uh, then the, the last one I flew out to Seattle. Just wanted to see who I'd be really working for and have mm -hmm. a conversation with them. And we talked for a while. Uh, we went out to dinner. And finally, true story, I, I asked him the question that I really wanted to ask, which is, what do you really want from me? That's literally what I said. That's what do you question. want me to achieve? What are you expecting from mm -hmm. me? And without hesitation, uh, his name was Jeffrey Richter. Uh, he said, Todd, the number one thing I want you to do is protect the brand and our reputation of excellence. He said, of course, I want you to make as much money as you can. I want you to grow. But the number one thing is protect our mm -hmm. brand because if you screw up, the company is very much associated with our names. It will be like I screwed up. People mm -hmm. will know. And again, I'm not exaggerating. The, as you finish that sentence, I'm like, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Because I've worked at other great companies before, really good. Mm -hmm. And I remember <laughs> a lot of them would say, we're going to go from a $20 million to a $100 million company in the next four years. And we're going to create a machine for recruiting and a machine for sales and a machine for delivery. And they didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean, mm -hmm. how do you scale up? You know, it can't be seat of the pants anymore. But it also means company culture changes, and it also means my goal is growth. Nothing wrong with it. I want to grow 50% a year, too, which we've done. But the most important thing I want to um, be trying to achieve is having the best reputation of doing the best work. That's what makes me proud. Mm -hmm. That's a company culture type of thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody at Winnelec knows we are the best, at least in our minds, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to <laughs> be the best, and we want to continue to do it. And... You know, I can talk about things we do for culture, like we do company retreats and how we treat people. I'm talking about it at a more fundamental level as you're working at a company, how do you view it mm -hmm. in your own mind? And that's the culture we try to create. And that's literally the second that I decided to take the job in, in 2005. And I was just smiling inside like, this is where I want to work. Really putting the employees first. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's a good thing and something that you know it's kind of rare sometimes at companies. You it's know, it's very rare. Mm -hmm. I was stunned when he said it, and I was <laughs> like, "Yes," because mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to do. I mean, I 
we all want to make money. Mm -hmm. We all want to, you know, I'm, we're not a public company, so mm -hmm. I don't have to do quarterly reports, but we all want to grow and make more and more money. Right. But what I want to do is just be the absolute best um, and have do. that reputation for whatever I'm doing. So mm -hmm. that was and it. You sound, you know, uh, very passionate and listening to you. You're very passionate about what you do. Can you talk a little bit more about your own background and how you uh, came into the industry in general and your role? Well, um, my actual background is in, I call it mad scientist stuff. I, mm -hmm. you know, I have degrees in electroengineering and went to grad school in electrophysics, and I always expected that I would have a PhD in electrophysics, which is laser beams and charged particles and all the crazy stuff. I love that stuff. <laughs> so I, I did that. I was in the PhD program for a while. Uh, and then I dropped out of that at University of Maryland. Um, then I went to work for the Navy, not not in the Navy, but I was a civilian working for the Navy in Washington, D.C., and it was a very cool job, but I went as an electrical engineer. Um, but what I found out over four years was I really like software. You know, I was 13, 14, 15, I remember this clearly, when personal computers just came out. I'm not that old, but I'm a little old. Um, <laughs> and I remember my parents having conversations. I remember clearly one where my dad was outside the, the basement room where I was up all night, every night. Just Creating learning, video games? Uh, like DOS. <laughs> remember when DOS was there? Their video games weren't even there yet. And I remember my dad going, you know, um, this isn't healthy. You need to make him go to bed. And my mom was like, just let him do what he wants. He's learning, you know? <laughs> so I always liked software, but in uh -huh. my mind, I was always going to be a physicist. Um, after four years working for the Navy, I, I did a couple jobs, you know, internal jobs with what are called electronic warfare receivers. Very cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's, it's, I can't emphasize how bad I really am at electroengineering, which was my degree. I wanted to do the software. And all the other real electrical engineers that were working in electronic warfare, they hated software. So I would do it. Mm -hmm. And then... A year and a half, two years in, they said, and I was like 27, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They said, we need somebody to run all the software for this huge program. Mm -hmm. Would you do it? Because nobody else wanted to. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yes. And as I finished that program and I got to go to cool military bases and things like that, I realized that um, I'm not really an electrical engineer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a software guy. I right. want to do that. So mm -hmm. I took a big leap and quit and uh, took a job at a company in, in Maryland as a developer at the absolute lowest level. And then uh, four and a half years later, up. came to Atlanta, mm -hmm. where I opened their Southeast office as managing director. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was full on you know, software consulting at that point. And mm -hmm. I was there 11 and a half years till I came to Winnelec in mm -hmm. 2005, and I've been there 13, 14 years. Great story. If you're just tuning into the show, we're speaking with Todd Fine, CEO at Wintelic, and Emily Bridges, Marketing Director at Choke Construction on Silver Lining in the Cloud, sponsored by CDI Managed Services. Todd, uh, tell our listeners how they can get in contact uh, with you uh, for your services. Well, you can go to our website, to, which is www.wintelect.com. And mm -hmm. Wintelect is the word intellect with a W in front. So mm -hmm. pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, contact forms and that kind of thing and phone numbers and email addresses. And you can, you can find out about us there and you can contact us if you like. Great, great. Thank you so much for enlightening us on uh, what you do and what the company does. And we appreciate you for that. Next up, we have Emily Bridges. Emily, get uh, right into talking about uh, Chode and your role there and what you do. 
Sure. Um, so I am Choke Construction's marketing director, and we are a commercial general contractor. We have six offices throughout the southeast, mm -hmm. and we provide commercial construction services. So build everything from automotive dealerships to corporate spaces, senior living to restaurants, manufacturing. I could go on and on, but we really mm -hmm. do just a bit of everything. And my role as a marketing director is really to ensure that we are supporting the procurement process for new work. Mm -hmm. um, and that can include a, a host of things, but um, supporting that sales process, proposals, presentations, things like that. We also have a lot of brand work that we do. So mm -hmm. keeping that reputation intact right. um, mm -hmm. from a PR perspective, mm -hmm. from a relationship perspective, um, even down to what does our site look like when you drive past it? Mm -hmm. um, so a visual perspective. And um, I work with all of our offices and just love what I do and the people that I work with. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. And uh, as we were talking earlier, you guys are 100% in employee-owned and um, must make for a good environment at the company. Yes. So um, a couple years ago, we had a decision to make, and our, our senior manager, um, Miller Choate, who was also our founder of the company, you know, started to plan uh, for succession. And, you know, that can look a lot of ways. Um, you can liquidate, which is no good. Mm -hmm. You can <laughs> sell to a competitor. Uh -huh. um, you know, there, there are a lot of options out there, but he began considering, along with our senior management, what it would look like to become an ESOP, mm -hmm. um, so employee-owned. And um, other companies that you might know that are that are ESOPs are Publix. That's a big name. New Belgium Brewing was an early adopter um, ESOP. And <clears throat> you know the reason that the ESOP was so appealing was because if you did those other options um, in form of succession planning, your culture becomes at stake. Mm -hmm. If you sell out to a competitor, if you if you liquidate, you know there's a high likelihood that that culture is going to shift. And just like Todd was saying, mm -hmm. how important that is to keep that intact. Mm -hmm. And so this was a way to honor the people that built the company and to truly transfer the ownership to them. And so mm -hmm. um, there, are, there are many ESOPs out there. And um, you know, if you're considering succession planning, take a look at it. It's not the right fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but um, for us, from a financial perspective, a succession perspective, a culture perspective, it was absolutely a wonderful fit. Mm -hmm. And being 100% is a little bit unique. So we're really proud and honored to support our employees and, and really bring them into mm -hmm. the financial success of the company in mm -hmm. a, a bigger way. And uh, it's obviously working. You guys have been in business for uh, 30 years and uh, continuing with your success and growth. So that is a good thing. Uh, Chote is known for ver uh, being very philanthropic, a very philanthropic organization uh, with its core values being stewardship. In what ways is that exemplified? Can you expound on that a little bit more? Sure. You know, our... The philanthropy that we do has started from day one, and that, that comes from Miller Choate and on through our senior managers who just really, really believe that the success that we have been afforded um, is a God-given thing, and it's our responsibility to pay it forward. Mm -hmm. So um, throughout the company, we do all kinds of charitable events and endeavors. One that spans the company is our support of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And we have been supporting the CF Foundation for 30 years mm -hmm. now, as long as the company has been in business. Um, and throughout our offices, we do all kinds of things. We mm -hmm. support their events and things that they put on, but we also have some Choate-developed events. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, one here in Atlanta that's coming up that's, that's really fun is uh, Cars and Q for mm-hmm. the Cause. And that w- uh, is a car show that we do, um, car, so- car show slash party, really, okay. <laughs> um, coming up on May 4th. Mm-hmm. And last year, just to give you an idea of uh, scope, it um, raised a little over $450,000. And we had 1,200 people join us that Saturday. Wow. Um, and all of that goes to the CF Foundation. Um, and so it's an amazing event. Our uh, Charlotte office does a hike. Our Savannah office does a, a wing cook-off. Um, and there are all kinds of events that we're doing. But it really represents our Choate employee owners taking that initiative into their own hands and wanting to do something out of the box, and, and mm-hmm. that's their own. Um, and beyond that, we're really proud to support some other amazing um, charities throughout Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shepherd Center is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Bright Futures Academy uh, down on the west side. Um, and many, many more. Um, it would take me a long time to go through. <laughs> but a lot of good causes out right. there. That's, that's outstanding and a really good thing. What about some of the other uh, interesting projects that are going on in the Atlanta area? Can you talk about those? Sure, absolutely. So we've got some some fun stuff going on. Everyone is familiar with SunTrust Park. Um, yes. And, and the Braves. <laughs> right now and they are expanding so um, we are constructing right now an entirely new mixed-use development that will be on the other side of the stadium uh, called the battery uh, at block C um, and that we are working with um, amazing partners Liberty Media uh, JLL uh, Wakefield Beasley Architects um, and so that will bring restaurants office retail um, a movie theater mm-hmm. to that development. So lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Okay, um, we'll be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Fox Hall uh, is building a West End Hotel and Conference Center down in Douglasville, and mm-hmm. that'll bring a new boutique hotel to that area. Um, working with Stormont Hospitality and Cooper Carey Architects there. So um, it will be a beautiful retreat to get away, not mm-hmm. uh, too far from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then another one, I mentioned Bright Futures Academy earlier and all the revitalization that's going on on the west side. And this is an amazing story of a couple who uh, was missioning down there. They lived in Tucker, uh, Phil and Gail, um, and then uh, decided that if they were going to be uh, mentoring down there, they needed to live down there and moved down um, into the west side area before the west side was a thing as it is today Uh with the stadium and all that. Uh And they opened a school there, and that's the Bright Futures Academy, and they transform the lives of the students that attend that school and so they are moving into a new larger uh, development a new school and so we're really proud and honored to support them um, in that mission and and get that school renovated so it's amazing talk mm -hmm. about giving back to the community good stuff yes that they are you need to look them up for the program (laughs) yes (laughs) a great referral source to get the word out thanks thank you for Uh that can you uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Choate's innovative safety program and um, how different is that uh, from other industry approaches to safety today? Sure. So, you know, our industry is one that is risky. You know, people are out on site doing risky things, building buildings, you know, falls, um, tight space issues, things can happen. And so it is absolutely our responsibility to ensure that the thousands of workers that we have go home safely each day. And so you get into how, how do you do that, right? Um, and so traditional safety in our industry is very rules-oriented. Uh-huh. It is uh, put on your eyewear, wear your safety vest, uh-huh. make sure you're tied off. Um, and just like like if you have children, you know that sometimes r- just straight rules don't always affect the, the mental shift that you need to occur uh-huh. um, in order for them to do what you want, right? 
Um, and so, so we really started taking a look at that and how we could connect on a deeper level beyond just the rules of, of the safety program or the minimums that occur. And so out of that, our One Life Safety Program was born. So the One Life Identity really represents those personal decisions that uh, workers make each day um, that affect whether they go home or not at mm-hmm. the end of the day. And so we tried to put a face mm-hmm. on um, that safety program and, and affect a behavioral change. Mm-hmm. And it's been hugely successful. And, you know, there are some, there are some really simple ways, but that have made a huge impact for us. Um, one thing that we do, we've done over this year 28,000 safety orientations. And at those orientations, uh, we have wow. every worker sign a banner, a One Life banner, that um, has the name of who they're working safe for. Mm-hmm. So I might sign my husband mm-hmm. or my dog, you know, whatever you're working I like safe that. for. It helps them be accountable and aware and absolutely, you know, just take precautions. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into that job site each day, not only do you see the the men and women working next to you that you're working safe for, you see the names of all the families wow. that your choices represent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even just just that again, that connection. For, to the personal side of why we're doing what we're doing and mm-hmm. why we need to pay attention um, has been hugely successful for us. Mm-hmm. That is uh, excellent, uh, Emily. So, Emily, what would you say is the company's silver lining? What do you see uh, the vision for the future being for Choate? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I see, uh, like Todd was saying, everyone wants to be successful. Um, we'd like to earn some money. That's mm-hmm. you know, why we <laughs> why we began. But uh-huh. also, really, I, it goes back to our people. F- for me, um, to um, continue to allow our people to grow, mm-hmm. um, to prosper, mm-hmm. to be able to give back by way of the company. Um, and so, as we continue to grow, as we're doing, um, keeping those um, core values intact mm-hmm. is very important to us. Um, and so as, as we look into the future, being able to provide our clients with great service and build some beautiful things for them, but also really provide employees a place to come and work that they love, that mm-hmm. they're proud of, um, that they respect, and exactly. that they are growing personally. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're building things just beyond buildings here. Gotcha. And how can our listeners get in contact with you guys? Uh, you can also find us at our website, and that is Chotco, C-H-O-A-T-E-C-O, com and get in touch with myself or any of our members. Thank you very much, Emily. Great job uh, giving us the history and background on what you guys do and uh, getting the word out. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Thank you again to our great guest today, Todd Fine, CEO at Wintelic, and Emily Bridges, Marketing Director at Choate Construction. We appreciate you both for what you do for the community. I'm Nicole Toptosh on behalf of CDI Managed Services. As a reminder to listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in the Cloud.